Well, that's more like it, isn't it? The Nashville Predators break their five-game losing streak, and they do it with a big exclamation point at the end. Predators beat the Blues 6-2 to two at Bridgestone Arena. We'll talk about what went right for the Preds, finally, on today's Locked on Predators. Your Locked on Predators, your daily podcast on the Nashville Predators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thank you for making Locked On Predators your first listen of the day. Every single day, we are your free Nashville Predators daily podcast available wherever you get your podcast and of course on YouTube. I'm Nick Morgan. I'm a writer and editor at onthefourcheck.com and I have a partner in crime. You do. I am Ann Kimmel. I'm a writer and editor at insidethepreds.com. We also have a sponsor for today's show. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online, where the game starts. And it feels like the season has started for the Nashville Predators. Uh, a big 6 2 win over the St. Louis Blues. A win I feel like Smashville desperately, Ooh. desperately needed. Yeah, this this was this was one of those ones where everything was a little bit clinched, you know, especially after that first minute when they scored. But look at Nashville putting it together, six to two win. And this was like a great 60-minute, complete, well-executed game. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. There is some important things about how the Predators won this game, uh, especially later in the game. And, of course, there's a lot you and I need to talk about, though. Uh, but let's run through it real quick. Uh, the Nashville Predators, of course, as Ann said, uh, one minute in, gave up a goal. Seemed a little hairy after that. <laughs> Tanner Janot tied it late in the period. Uh, Braden Shen got a 2-1 uh, advantage for the Blues early in the second. But then the old floodgates opened at Bridgestone Arena. Michael McCarron, Zach Sanford scored at the end of the second period. And then goals by Ryan Johansson, Roman Yossi, and Mikhail Granlund gave the Preds five straight scores. And the Predators wound up winning the game six to two. And what is your one word to describe last night's 6-2 win? Oh, this one was so amazing. This game really felt great after, you know, the end of the first period. Um, and, and it was one that the Nashville Predators and I think the Nashville Predators fans really needed. This was the palate cleanse that we've been waiting for for five games. And, you know, it was a sweet victory, but it also like the Predators won it with like a little bit of a little bit of an edge to it. Like this was some good identity hockey. And so, my one word is fresca. Okay. Mm. Now see, here's what's real about me. Pie is my primary love language. My secondary love language is fresca. So fresca, in case somebody doesn't know, let me change your life for you. It is a sparkling soda water, but it is grapefruit citrus flavored. If you get the real fresca, the original flavor. And it's like when you want something sweet, like water is not going to cut it. 
water's not going to cut it. You want something sweet, but you don't want something heavy and citrusy or heavy and like soda, you know? So you grab yourself a Fresca and like, you get this like palate cleanse with a little punch to it because it's grapefruit. This was like, this was a Fresca game from start to finish. Like it was exactly what the Nashville Predators needed. No, just coming out and sort of going through the motions was not going to get it done because not only did they need the win for two points, they needed to reestablish themselves. They needed to kind of make a statement and that is exactly what they did with this game. And they did it with a little zhuzh. Like they did it with a little grapefruit, citrus flavor. So for me, this was a Fresca win, 100%. So Fresca is different than like a LaCroix, right? It's so much better than a LaCroix, yeah. Is there more flavor? Uh, like more flavors available? No, I mean, or like, more flavor like, in it. like, is there more flavor in it yeah. than a LaCroix? Okay, good. Yeah, but I've, it's I've not super like... syrupy. Okay, I've seen like I've seen like the jokes about Lacroix, where it's like the flavors okay. are like strawberry adjacent, or like yeah, or like the edge of a lime, like the, yeah. that kind of joke. And I'm making sure that's not Fresca. Oh my gosh, Fresca is so much better. Fresca is my go-to for everything, like except for breakfast. Um, I mostly drink Fresca. I put Fresca here. Full disclosure, I put Fresca in wine. Sure. I mean, I've, I've heard that before. So good. So good. Fresca. Just refreshing, sweet, exactly what you need for a palate cleanse. Fresca and the Nashville Predators, like two things that should be together in some sort of advertising platform. Yeah. Uh, to make it clear, we're not sponsored. This podcast is not sponsored <laughs> by Fresca, but this is your audition, Fresca. If you're listening, I feel like... Um, like I can talk for days. Yeah, I feel like you just put out a pretty good uh, marketing like pitch there. Mm -hmm. uh, so hey, maybe yeah. this we can you and I can pocket some extra change on this one. I mean, I'm here for it. Yeah. So what is your one word to describe this game? It feels like you and I are kind of on the same page about this being a cleanser. Mm -hmm. uh, my one word is Pepto Bismol. <laughs> because here's the thing, and. Those those previous five games, oof, little little bit of heartburn, little bit of indigestion. Something is, oh, it's it's just not sitting right. It's not going down. It's it just makes me feel like easy. So you reach for this game, the Pepto Bismol game. You take a couple shots of that, and huh, all of a sudden you're feeling a little bit of relief. You're feeling like okay, I can be normal. That's what this game was for the Nashville Predators. Mm -hmm. Those five games, even though in, you know, probably every game except the Dallas games, there was a few things that to, to like about the Preds in those games they lost. It just didn't sit well that we didn't get in the W column. And last night, this was sort of a culmination of you know, to me, it felt like everything the Preds had been doing right, fixing the things that were going wrong, and seeing it through till the very end of the game. And to me, this is like, huh, this is how the Preds should have played. And the fact that it came against a hated division rival, a team you and I think are going to compete with the Predators mm -hmm. by uh, for spots in the Central Division standings at season's end, 
it's just a, it's just a little bit of a load off. It's just <laughs> a little bit of relief. The little the uneasy stomach is settling. The heartburn's gone away, and it's more like, <sighs> okay, we can breathe. We can yes. breathe. We can relax. We can exhale because things are gonna be fine. The Preds don't suck. This <laughs> is one of the things that the Preds can do when they are firing at all cylinders. Yes. I love that analogy. That's actually fantastic because it has been, you know, games of nausea, heartburn, indigestion, every, a little bit of everything really Upset leading stomach, up to diarrhea. diarrhea. I mean, like the whole, it has been a little bit of everything and Pepto-Bismol cures a number of things. So I agree with you. That's, that's a great one. Now here's my question about Pepto-Bismol, totally off topic hockey, but I have to know, do you measure it when you drink it or just drink it? You you pour it in the cup, don't you? Like the little, like the little I'm asking. shot glass. Do you? Yeah. Do you measure it out? Are you, that's what you're supposed to do, right? Do you not? Do you just like take swigs from a Pepto-Bismol bottle? <laughs> Is that a normal thing? No, don't do it, friends. But I'm just saying that was Pepto. I mean, don't. I mean, it's not a good idea. But I know so many people that I know so many people. I have a friend who does not measure her Pepto Bismol, just chugs it. So I didn't know if that was normal for my friend. <laughs> I don't think so. I think that's. That's a heartburn, indigestion, and all that good stuff. Well, I mean, she doesn't hit it hard. But. I mean, I, I don't picture her like Jim Morrison with a bottle of Jack Daniels on stage, just swaggering around the house whenever she has like Chili's right. Rancheros and like swinging it back. Yeah. No, but, it's not like that. Yeah. But like, it's still, it feels like you shouldn't just like, take like you five sips from the yeah you shouldn't yeah. yeah hey let's talk hockey shall we there's we a should. there's a lot that went right for the predators there's a couple of things you and i talked about yesterday as keys to the game that the predators yep. really hit on so i want to talk about that look ahead to the preds next handful of games but first I want to mention again today's show is brought to you by bet online betonline.net is your number one source for betting all the new hockey this season. You can find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news, podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game out there. And of course, Bet Online remains your continued source for all of your sports wagering information with live betting, up-to-the-minute scores, props, odds, and lines. It's the fastest and easiest way to check in all your favorite games and events. NFL and college or college football are in full swing. We got basketball starting up both pro and college world series, of course, in full swing, MMA, boxing, golf, soccer, pretty much every sport you can imagine. Bet online has something for you. So make sure you head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more bet online where the game starts. All right, Ann, there was a lot that stood out in this game last night. Uh, what's, what do you think is one big thing uh, in your mind, the Predators did extremely well. Um, I Here's the thing that I think that they did extremely well, and it's probably not something that's going to be super impressive across the league, but I think it's this, the 
the secret sauce, one of the elements of the secret sauce for the Predators. And that's that this was a team that just scored themselves some greasy goals. Like this yes. was not necessarily Zach Sanford had what I would say was a highlight reel goal with a wraparound goal. And that was highlight reel. But most of these goals are not going to make anybody's top 10 list. They were fat rebounds that somebody found and put back in. They were net front. Um, they were, you know, hey, I'm kind of losing my balance, but here's the puck. I'm going to make it happen. Like this was a game where Nashville really was like, you know what? We're not going to go for style points. We're not going to try to do more than we need to do. We're going to get where we need to be and we're going to convert on any sort of rebound opportunities. And I, I really thought that was the key to Nashville's success. I think sometimes you forget that goals that are not attractive are worth just as many points as goals that, you know, that are. And so I feel like they were net front, they were fighting for the puck, they were tracking the puck, they were really committed to just, look, we're going to get this puck in the net no matter what happens. And so for me, that was huge for the Predators last night. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. So ESPN put out a stat uh, during coverage of the game. Predators mm -hmm. had three goals that were scored directly off rebounds. So like the rebound, they just batted home the rebound and went in. They scored three of those. It's the first time they've had three direct rebound goals. It came since 2018. So I don't know if that says more about Thomas Grice or the Blues in the building yeah. or the front of the net. But I agree. It does say something that the Predators were there that they were mm -hmm. in the right spot because we've seen some of those chances earlier this year where there's been a juicy rebound or a juicy deflection. And it's just, you know, the players just aren't kind of at the net. The, the Preds last night were at the net. Mm -hmm. For sure. Um, and, and one thing, and that really stood out to me, and there's a lot that stood out to me. Uh, we needed to see the front line get going like we really needed to see big games from the big stars that was one of our keys yesterday uh you look at the stat sheet uh philip forsberg three points all assist matt duchene three points all assist roman yossi goal and two assists for three points this was to me really the first time that the predators big guns actually look like big guns yeah, it, this is one of those things that just has not been rolling for the Nashville Predators, you know, basically since they got back from North America, they just, the big players have been cold. Uh, Roman Yossi, such a fantastic game last night. He did so many things right. And, and you know, one goal, like you said, also. Oh, just all around fantastic game that that we haven't quite seen Yossi put together, you know, since the beginning of the season, a goal, two assists, but he had so many great, um, just great passes. He had some great moves. Like you said, defensively, he was exactly where you need your star defenseman to be playing. Um, and, you know, for me, Matt Duchesne, three assists in the third period. Thank you. Hallelujah. Um yeah, it was it was a great game. Ryan Johansson had a goal. Like I think finally we're like, okay, last season wasn't necessarily a fluke. I, people were maybe starting to wonder, like, okay, wait a minute. No, last season wasn't a fluke. When we can get these guys going, they can produce. And so, yeah, that was huge, huge for the National Predators. They were not going to be able to win a lot of games this season if their big guys did not produce. Yeah. Agreed. So a, a big thing going into last night's game, 
you know, of course, the Predators kind of hit the line blender for the first time. You and I kind of previewed the defensive pairings and defensive changes. Mm -hmm. uh, before the game, we got word that the Preds were going to kind of shuffle some things up. Uh, the, the traditional top line uh, of Granlund, Duchesne, and Forsberg split up kind of. Ryan Johansson moved up to center that line. We had Mikhail Granlund moving to wing opposite Nino Niederreiter and Cody Glass yeah. moves up the lineup to the top six. Uh, what did you make of Cody Glass's performance and the uh, the performance of that line last night? You know, it was funny of all of the lines when you, you know, at the end of the game of all of the lines that you look to and say, you know, how how did they do offensively? That was probably one of the quietest lines. Granlin, his goal was an empty net goal. Um, Cody Glass really did not stand out so much in the game in the third period. He did not take very many shifts. Um, John Hines was asked about it in the post game, you know, and and. I don't think this is any surprise to anybody who follows a John Hines team. John Hines says, look, if you've got players that are playing hot, you put those guys out on the ice. And for instance, Cole Smith, who I know a lot of people are not, you know, maybe not yet on the Cole Smith bandwagon. Cole Smith had a fantastic game. He was really, um, he was producing offensively. He was creating chances. He was defensively playing very responsibly. So he bumped up to play with, um, I think he was up with Nita Ryder and Granlund at one point in the third period. So yeah. it was maybe not the debut in the top six that Cody Glass would have liked. Certainly didn't do anything glaringly wrong, but I think this was just a game where you had some other people that were really on it and on top of it. And you know, with John Hines, I mean, he's very upfront about it. Like if you are playing, if you're producing, if you're doing what I need to do, you, you play the hot hand. And so didn't see as much of glass. I don't think that's going to speak anything over him in his future, but didn't see a lot from him and didn't see a lot from Nino. It seems like John Hines kind of picks and chooses who what qualifies as a hot hand. Really? Uh, you think me, so? Let me just say that. Uh, no, let's let's elaborate. Let's, let's frame the discussion with that. Um, but but here, I, I will say Cole Smith last night, uh, one of the underrated stars of the game. Mm -hmm. uh, he got two assists, so he got in the score sheet. But really. All around, his game was really good. I think it was the mm -hmm. uh, one of the Michael. It was either the Michael McCarron or the Zach Sanford goal um, that he, you know, kind of had an aggressive forecheck. Uh, and I think it was McCarron because he wound up not getting on the score sheet uh, for that one. But it was his. It was his play, uh, like really aggressive forecheck, kind of forced them into a mistake. And it was one of those plays where it's like it's not going to show up as an assist or anything like that. But his play, his positioning kind of caused that to happen so yeah i thought all around he played a really good game um it, but let's let's talk about the rest of that fourth line too zach sanford with an absolutely brilliant goal oh gosh uh, to, to, that would wound up being the game winning goal that put the preds up three to two late in the second just like that beautiful little wraparound play uh as we mentioned michael mccarron had the game tying goal uh, halfway through that was his first of the year and yeah and I mean we we talked about it yesterday how it seemed like the blues you know they're missing a few players uh there's some depth there's a 
car right outside my window that has its brights on and it's just i didn't like, know if like they were gonna beam you up or what like your light changed <laughs> like yeah it's <laughs> yeah i feel like this is like america's most wanted spotlight or something like that yeah um neighbors are great uh hey anyway michael mcgarren tech sanford those are guys we talked about yesterday the preds needed to kind of take advantage of st louis's lack of depth here and they did I mean, yeah, it was it was the herd line contributed too because they had a goal as well. But it was really that fourth line that kind of stole the show, Anne. They did, and you know, there's been a lot of rumblings in the pred sphere about the fourth line, and and maybe you know why are we constructing it with the people we were? Why is it Cole Smith? Oh dear heavens, Michael McCarron. Look, Michael McCarron. If somebody would have handed him a cigar in the post game, he would have smoked that and sung the how do you like me now country song because he was living his best life in that post game. And he played so well. The the combination of McCarron and Smith and Sanford went out and did exactly what John Hines wanted that fourth line to do. Hines is so big on line identity. This was a line that's like, go out there, get the puck, harass them, be physical, get, you know, get some turnovers, win the board battles. That's exactly what the fourth line went out and did. And then offensively produced, it was, it was sort of like their coming out party. Uh, for that fourth line, and, and and they've had a rough go. I mean, the, the the depth scoring hasn't always been exactly what Nashville has wanted so far this season. So I think it helps to see how they can execute consistently for 60 minutes in a game to go, okay, John Hines is not totally crazy with the whole Cole Smith thing. He's not crazy, y'all. And nobody, I mean, nobody really accused John Hines of being crazy. Not of being yes, crazy, but, but they wanted him to I, not they have wanted, They job. wanted John Hines. <laughs> they disagreed with his fundamental, um, I guess, his uh, uh, assessment of the roster, uh, I should say. Um, That's but, yeah. the nicest thing you've said about that's the nicest translation of like the Twitter vibe. I've yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's, let's leave it at that. Shall we uh, more to get to from this game, a couple of other players uh, that I want to highlight one in particular that I thought made a very good play that kind of put the game away. Uh, we'll talk about that in just a second. Yeah, there's still plenty to talk about, about this amazing 6-2 Predators win. And of course, got to look ahead, got a game this weekend, and we're going to do that as well. First, want to tell you about our friends at Simply Safe. Look, the numbers don't lie. In the last decade, over 4 million, that's million people, have chosen Simply Safe home security to protect their home. And look, you don't earn the trust of that many people without doing your job right. At Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. They protect you with cutting edge security technology. It is powered by 24-7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back. Simply Safe uses advanced and convenient technology, whether it's controlling your system from your phone with the app or watching the crystal clear HD live stream of your security cameras or the wide variety of high-tech sensors. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat's detected, and they will dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you are not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, every window, every door. 
HD security cameras for inside and outside of your home. They have smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real. They even have hazard sensors that instantly detect things like fires, floods, or other threats to your home. And their monitoring experts use proprietary advanced response technology to visually confirm when a break-in is real so you can get the highest priority police dispatch. You can customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL. You'll save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and you get your first month free. Visit simplysafe.com slash locked on NHL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. All right, and so the Preds beat the St. Louis Blues 6-2, to two, snap the five-game losing streak. Somebody we haven't really talked about yet, but one other player, and that I really want to highlight, uh, Jeremy Lazan, because yeah. I think he had a very underrated game last night. We saw him step up uh, on the penalty kill because Dante Fabro, of course, took two of the three Predators penalties in the game, uh, so he was unable to be on the short end of time, so... Uh, in comes Jeremy Lazan and uh, had three very solid minutes of shorthanded time. I thought played very, very well uh, in that short minutes or that uh, the shorthanded span. Uh, I also want to highlight the goal that led to the Predators going up four to two. Uh, and our friend Alex Doherty actually put this uh, uh, this play on Twitter with a nice shout out to Lazan. But Lazan made a very good kind of no-look breakout pass that started that entire rush. He didn't get the he didn't get credit for it because Matt Duchesne and Philip Forsberg were the two guys that set up Johansson's goal. But that play out of the zone, that was a very underrated play that got that chance going. Uh, and you know, with that being like right at the start of the third period, I feel like that kind of just chopped off yes. those blues chances right there. Yeah, I thought Jeremy Lazan had a really good game. I think everybody had a good game, but it was nice to see Lazan have that game because I think there have been a couple of times in earlier games where just you kind of had to wonder, okay, is he where the Predators need him to be, especially now that Mark Morvietsky is out with injury? I like that John Hines tinkered with the defensive pairings and ended up putting kind of a veteran with a younger guy I thought that worked really well. Um, I know that, you know, Ryan McDonough maybe didn't imagine coming in and playing on a third defensive pair, but, you know, McDonough and Lazon both had some really great standout defensive plays together last night. And and I wonder, I don't know, I mean, maybe John Hines is onto something, but I thought that was an interesting choice by Hines, you know, and it put Ekholm kind of back on his more traditional side defensively. I I don't know. Heinz hasn't said, you know, for sure whether it's going to stay this way or kind of what's going to happen going forward, but it was a bold move. Stay, the, stay this way for the next game, at least. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a, it was a bold choice to kind of break up what everybody had imagined for the Ekholm McDonough pairing, mm -hmm. but I think it worked really well. I thought Lazan looked great. McDonough looked great. Um, yeah. And so I think, you know, Heinz may be onto something. There may be something there. So yeah, yeah. Lazan, great game. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't see it like as a demotion for McDonough or anything like that. I mean, McDonough played the second most ice time of any Pred last He did. 
just yeah. under, just under 22 minutes. I think yeah. this is more about, Hey, let's get McDonough on, or let's get, you know, Ekholm back on his natural side. Let's move McDonough down to, you know, somebody a little bit more inexperienced. Um, and I agree. I think it worked. And I think it, now you have, you know, you're not having to worry about your bottom defensive pair anymore. You're not having to be like, Ooh, this is, this is a pairing that I can only trust for maybe 15, 16 minutes. A yes. Game. Like you kind of were at the end of last year and what you kind of had been in years past. Now you have basically a top five, like a really solid top five that you're like, these are three lines. These are three guys I can put on the ice on that left side and trust that they're going to make big plays when I need them to. And that kind of spread the wealth kind of thing. You're not putting Roman Yossi out for 28 minutes a game. You're not putting Matias Ekholm out for, you know, 25 minutes a game. You're saving them for when you really need them to. And you can play all the all three pairings in critical minutes. And I think that's what last night showed. And I think that's what this move, you know, it it, it helps achieve yeah. what John Hines wants to achieve in that regard. Um, yeah. One more thing, Anne, is I, I got to highlight the third period for the Preds because this, Come on. Was, this was our big key yesterday. We talked about how the Preds had basically just been shellacked uh, in third periods of games this season has not gone well at all. They got better as the game went on, and I think that is nothing to overlook. Like, they got better. Third period, 17 shots on goal. They did not take their foot off the gas. They absolutely throttled in the third yeah. period. That is exactly what we said yesterday was the key to what we wanted to do. Yep, floor that sucker for 60 minutes, and the Predators did that. And, you know, they've had two games where they went in with a 3-1 to one lead in the third period and lost those games. So it was really great to see them put together 60 minutes of high-pressure offense. You know, there were so many things that looked great in this. It was 60 minutes of, you know, good offensive pressure. It was responsible defense. You know, St. Louis had a couple of couple of um, extended offensive zone period, you know, times here and there in the game, but it certainly was not uh, overwhelmingly in their favor. And I think things like zone exits got cleaned up in this game for the Nashville Predators. You know, it was a game where I feel like we could walk away and I think some people in St. Louis may say, well, if Bennington had been in net because Grice yeah. did let some juicy rebounds out. But this was a game where I feel like Nashville overall played so well. I don't think that that was I don't think that would have really changed much about this game. Nashville was humming for 60 minutes of this game. It was great. Yeah, it was so it, great. It was. And I think that's the important <laughs> thing to take away. You kind of hit on it. Uh, it's really easy to look at this and say it's like, OK, it was one game against a backup goalie. Uh, against a team that you know played back to back, uh, a <laughs> playing the second half of the back to back has not mattered uh, for opponents of the Nashville Predators in the past. See no. the LA Kings, um, and I, I also think that you know it's important to look at how the team plays. Yeah, you know what the Predators did do a lot very well against Columbus. They did a lot well against Philadelphia. They just made some critical mistakes. Again, we mentioned this at the top of the show. They took all those things that were going well, ramped it up, really honed in on that, 
and then more importantly, cleaned up the mistakes. Mm -hmm. This was a complete game from start to finish. The Predators absolutely uh, dominated the entire course of the game. And I think that that itself, more so than the final score, final score feels good. It feels sure good back in the wind column. Do not get me wrong. But more important to me is how the Predators played. Mm -hmm. And the Predators played great. And I think, uh, you know, obviously now you have to do it again. You got Washington uh, at home on Saturday, which that's never an easy game. Uh, then you got Edmonton, a team where the Predators have oh. been absolutely horrid against in recent years. Uh, and you got Calgary who is uh, looking like a real Stanley Cup threat yet again, maybe even a little better than they were last year. Uh, so the Preds, you know, they're going to have to prove it. But last night's game maybe restored confidence just a little bit as to this is what this team can be for the rest of the season when they're all when they're firing on all cylinders. Yeah. Yeah, you have to feel much better going into this next stretch of games against these teams coming up than you would have coming off of any of the earlier games because this was what Nashville Predators can bring to the ice for 60 minutes and it's going to and it's going to go well. I mean, it's going to stand up well against a lot of teams. You know, we'll see how they do. Saturday night against the Capitals, Alex Sovechkin coming in. You know, Darcy Kemper Darcy Kempfer is like, he's like Nashville kryptonite. Get out of here, dude. Like, yeah. I'm sure you're nice, but take it elsewhere. So let's, let's get a win over the Caps and Darcy Kempfer and Alex Sovechkin on Saturday night. I think that would be huge. And the way they played, you know what? It's, they can make it a game for sure. Yeah, Kemper will be wearing those eye goggles whenever uh, Ryan Johansson's around. The <laughs> That was awful. It was. Hey, he, he worked out. He won a Stanley Cup. You're He's, welcome. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, hey, you guys can listen to the Lockdown Predators podcast wherever you get your podcasts, whether it's on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Odyssey, any of that. Be sure to hit the subscribe button. We put these out five days a week. Uh, and, of course, we're on YouTube. Just search Lockdown Predators on YouTube. Uh, if you are watching this, be sure to hit that subscribe button, but also the bell notification. Uh, that'll notify you whenever we put out new content. Also, just drop us a comment. Say hi. Let us know what you thought about the show, the game, any of that. Uh, we will be happy to hear from you. And where can the fine people find your work? You can find my work at InsideThePreds.com. And you can find me on Twitter at ANK underscore Mama on Ice. I'm Nick Morgan. You can follow me at onthefourcheck.com or on Twitter at underscore NSMorgan. If you are watching this on YouTube, hit that subscribe button again. Subscribe wherever you get. Uh, and if you're a Twitter person, be sure to follow the podcast itself at LO underscore Predators. Tweet us. Say hi. That's going to do it for us on today's Locked on Predators podcast. Thank you, as always, for making us your first listen of the day. We'll be back Monday with plus minus and a special Halloween episode. We'll see you then.